Hello everyone. Welcome to Switchcraft, a Fingerboard podcast. My name is Jana and I'm sitting here with a returning guest, uh, my good friend Hennemann, or also known as Chris or Chrisley or Hartsphere or Hartz4 or whatever you might call him. <laughs> so yeah, please nice. feel free to introduce yourself and tell us how to call you. Uh, okay, uh, hi, again. <laughs> that, that's a friendly reminder, because I forgot that I was already in your show. <laughs> um, how I should introduce myself. Yeah, I'm Chris. All of you can call me Chris. I also am the man behind Hearts Fear Wheels, and I'm quite into the scene for over 15 years now, so maybe someone will know me. <laughs> And maybe someone don't know me after today. Hopefully, hopefully more people will know me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Chris or Hennemann uh, has been on the show uh, back when I was still doing it uh, with Julian. And back then we talked about the, uh, the benches he made back then. And that was like his first venture into making something for the fingerboard scene. And... Since then, you've been quite busy, and we in Berlin have known about that for quite a while. And you posted like small, small drops <laughs> here and there, and yeah. So, uh, for everyone who doesn't know that, um, Chris has been doing uh, Hartz four wheels, or as we in German would say, Hartz vier. Uh, he has been doing that for quite a while, and basically. All of us locals at the Aussie shop are now riding his wheels pretty much exclusively. And yeah, I wanted to talk about like the the whole process of that, the whole try and, trial and error and everything he'd learned. And yeah, since I don't think I've had a wheel manufacturer on here so far, I thought this would be the perfect opportunity. <laughs> It's too nice that you define me as a wheel <laughs> manufacturer. <laughs> Let's call you a wheel maker if you're more comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 more fitting now, I would say, because I'm not a profession uh, professional in this business. <laughs> how you would call so, it? <laughs> uh, how did you get started doing wheels? Because as you discussed, you've been in the scene for ages. You started yeah. doing like. The, the benches thing a while ago but before then you were like more in the in the background and so let's uh, first start with why did you decide to make something and how did you stumble upon making wheels and yeah mm -hmm. i understand um It's hard to find a point where I was starting with this idea or this whole process But I would go back like two years. That's the first time I had kind of this idea of making wheels, not ex ex no, not wheels as everybody is knowing that process. Because at this time in my university, I had to write an exam. And the topic was like uh, additive manufacturing. And in this whole process of working on this exam, I figured out uh, there are 
quite a lot of additive manufacturing ways. And then I discovered one method I found really interesting because this manufacturing process was able to build really small objects with a, how you would call it, 3D printer that are really detailed and small at the same time without all these steps in the material. It's like kind of fluid material. And while I was writing this exam, I was like, hmm, maybe I can use this process to to make wheel. <laughs> and behind this, there was not a business idea. It was like, just, is it possible to do this? <laughs> and I want to try it out. But I don't have any access to a printer at this time. And <laughs> I just wrote this exam and had no idea how all of this is working <laughs> and will come out at the end. So for half of a year, it was like, yeah, just looking for materials and how is this working maybe. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, fuck it. I just buy a printer and try it. <laughs> just try it. And after half a year, I was just starting with different materials, uh, um, a 3D printer and just tried an error because there was no no example mm -hmm. I can look at like oh this is how we will work in a 3D printer in this process so it was like yeah searching for materials and just testing testing all night <laughs> and at this time it was I mean you will know that because I told you before and all the people in Berlin know this process because sometimes there was like weeks I was coming up every two or three days, like, oh, yeah, I have a new example. Can you test it? <laughs> so I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe we tried all that. That's shit. That's shit. Okay, that's good. Oh, it's broken. And, <laughs> like, this phase was, like, I, th I think kind of half in a year. So one year ago, through all this um, winter time, I was at the point that I had wheels that were 3D printed, and I kind of sell some of them. There was a little stock on my Instagram and also some wheels in the Asi Berlin shop. And, and there, I, there uh, I picked up yeah, one. I, yeah, you also had a set of that. But there was quite some problems at this time because the process for wheel making was new. And the problem is like when you have a material that's not a whole material like like when you um kind of drill wheels on these huge banks he, i don't he, know the exact he, word he for. means a lathe <laughs> yeah a lathe thanks uh all this you have like a complete wheel from one material but all this redo printing process you have like slices they are stick together in the process and the problem is like when you use the material like on the wheel, there's much more force <laughs> in this kind of small scale that determined to some issues. Yeah, so <laughs> over the time. So yeah, the just I I would just briefly jump in here since uh, I know that you're not like too comfortable with English, so I thought I might explain this one. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you're uh, willing to do this. Um, so the problem 
Yeah, it's kind of complicated yeah. for me because the workflow yeah, no is and, pretty hard. And I, I know a bit about printing, so maybe I can jump in. So the problem is uh, 3D printers, basically all of them work with layers. So you have a material, it comes in from one direction, and in a lot of them, like it flows through gravity and it wants to go to the bottom. So you basically have a material on top of old material, and on top of there, you have another wave of new material and so on and, and so on. And the smaller the object is, the more the force will, like the, the more, when, the, when one layer is only like a, a bit thicker than a hair, but the whole wheel is only like a couple millimeters like in itself, then the, yeah, then the, the width of one layer it's like already a big chunk of the wheel. So if you would do a skateboard wheel, for example, one layer would still only be like something like the width of like two hairs or something like that. So the smaller you get, the smaller, the bigger the the layer is in like relation to the rest. And because of that, it's more prone to, uh, to be brittle since a lot of force uh, is distributed through a small object and those layers tend to break apart at the seam. Perfect. That's exactly what I want to say. <laughs> what? Could be my worst. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, but there was like some wheels I, I sold and um, we all wrote uh, uh, <laughs> them. them at the time. But then there came up some issues because of this problem you just explained, because uh, the wheel started to delaminating at some points where the force or how the the pressure of the impact by riding <laughs> will kind of delaminate the the wheel. Uh, but I changed up the shape and came to a point like two to three months after that was like at the beginning of this year I had a shape that worked but when I figured out this shape I had another problem <laughs> because my material was mixed from different materials over this whole phase of trial and error um, and one material I needed the most uh, were changed from the mixture from the factory and so I don't have the same material anymore mm -hmm. <laughs> like in the whole process before and that was the point I was uh, yeah, kind of how you call it a um, bit frustrated and frustrated after a year yeah and I, I remember <laughs> you, you saying like oh, I don't know if I'm if I even want to continue. Yeah, 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 because it was really frustrating because I worked for this like a whole year all night <laughs> because it was like I was on this project. It was like I, I wanted to figure out how I can make this work. But on the other hand, it was like, OK, the, the material changed, but on the same point was like, OK, even if I change up the shape of the wheel, the wheel won't um, handle 
the the forces of writing. Yeah, so uh, for uh, for everyone who isn't too familiar with 3D printers, the thing is, each material basically needs a a bit of configuration of your printer and the thing you want to to print. And when one aspect yeah, of all the exposure yeah, and types. when when one of that uh, part of the equation changes, you basically have to start over with everything else. So that was the main issue that the shape was finally done and then the material wasn't there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of, it sucked. Yeah. Let's say it, it really sucked. But this was exactly on the point COVID even started. So I was at home. I was frustrated on one hand, but on the other hand, it was like, okay, just I have the base with the 3D printing. I mean, I can use the 3D printer to print like like an uh, um, a mold? an wheel. Yeah, kind of a mold, just 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 a wheel itself, but with other material that's harder. So I have a wheel with a good shape and a good um, um, structure. Structure, mm-hmm. sorry, <laughs> a good structure. And I can use this wheel to to build molds. So I had the opportunity to use my all my experience I had with the three D printer over a year to to use this for, for for molding, and then changed it up and was like, okay, I can print all shapes I want to have on a molded wheel, <laughs> and that was kind of cool because. From one point, I was really obsessed. Uh, uh, upset. <laughs> it changed to oh, okay. I can use this in a different way, just to use it as a base on a molded wheel. So let's change and it up are, and start. And you already new. knew that uh, the wheel itself would work. Yeah, of course, because there are many molded wheels on the market. Yeah, but also so that the, the shape you were coming up with, you already knew what you wanted and how to create that. So you were like, yeah, at kind the of. Point, that was a yeah. cool point. I was like, one of the main things that's the hardest, I think, in a wheel at the end is not only the shape of the wheel and how it rolls. So more important nowadays, in my opinion, is like because there's so many wheel producers at the market right now, it's like you want to have a good bearing seat. So that's one of the main points. You want a bearing seat where the bearing don't pop out of the wheel by using and many of also the well-known, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> wheel makers on the market had, had an issue. I, I, I had already. a few, uh, few issues with yeah. that with one particular company in the past, but yeah. Yeah. And at this point, I, I kind of happy with the entry sold at this time, also actually. Because there are not that many issues with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at the end, it's like now at the point I'm now, it's like two years from the beginning and it's changed so much up and it was all the process and it's still a process and it's so cool because there was no, from, from the beginning, there was no end to see. Yeah. And there will, there will be no end. <laughs> because even after a year, I was like thinking, yeah, okay, I'm at the end, I have a good wheel and that's it. <laughs> was like okay everything changed <laughs> so 
I have to start new and rethink that because even if it had worked kind of at the end I maybe had to change it a half year later if the thing with the material mm. didn't happen. So it's like, okay, don't think of the, the, the end of the process or so the process is the process you want by um editing more details to wheel and I don't have the words for in, that. Um, in Germany, <laughs> we have a thing for that, which I don't think that one exists in English, but it would loosely translate to uh, the goal is the way. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. to say that, but it's <laughs> a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's the way, it's not the goal. Yeah, so it's, it's, you, it's you all about the journey. The uh, so Yeah, exactly. So the, the goal is just to to have a cool journey and see where it takes you and not being like, okay, I want to do this particular thing exactly that way. And yeah. Um, one thing that, that I, I found really cool. Like I'm, uh, I've been following the 3d printer movement for like probably more than a decade. I never actually mm. committed to buying one, but, uh, yeah, I've been around 3D printers probably longer than most people have heard of them. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm i obsessed with uh, uh, one of the former hosts of Mythbusters. And he's like really huge in the maker scene and doing stuff scene. And uh, like he once had a quote about all the, all the 3D printing movement where he said that in the last few years... Uh, rapid prototyping turned to uh, yeah. rapid manufacturing and mm. that is like pretty much the key and why it works with wheels and that's why yeah. i find the whole thing really 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 interesting and really like how you approach it because you started with okay i just used uh, i will use this 3d printer as the end goal and then you realize you can do a much better process with just using it as one part of a tool in in many tools and yeah I, I just think that wheels and wheels are like the the breakout market market at the moment where i think absolutely because of technologies <laughs> yeah because of technologies like that i think that's why we see so many uh many wheel companies pop up and Maybe someone will figure out a similar solution for trucks soon. Because there have been, I mean, there have been trucks around for a while. But I think it was even with you where we talked that it's funny that there used to be a company that only produced hangers and used China truck base plates. <laughs> and now there's a company uh, that produces base plates and only uses China truck hangers. And I think. They should go buy yeah, and as, as soon as someone figures out how to do the whole thing, I think that's when the whole truck market will see a small revolution in the fingerboard world. Yeah, I think so. Because the, 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 the last uh, wheel companies or other fingerboard companies, they pop up for my realization, like, Every two or three days, I see a new company who produce wheels, 
uh, like okay maybe the market is like overflowing at the moment and but on the other hand all the pictures looked really good and like a good manufactured wheel it's like okay crazy and like you say with the trucks with the 3d prototyping and stuff like that it's like okay when when wheel companies started so hard at the moment maybe in the future there will more will be more companies for trucks hopefully mm. but on the other hand it's like okay it's like um how you call it a little bit um not indifferent got it um my english is bad sorry for that um, what, what do you want to say say the german word if you don't mind um, I feel a bit torn apart. Yeah, um, a bit of torn apart because it's like, on one hand, it's like, okay, there are more products. And from my eyes, like, from the producing side, they look good. But on the other hand, all the companies they popped up, it's like, okay, there's no names I know. So there's... Nothing. I have the feeling that it's something that's going back to the sea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's more like seeing like, oh, people will buy uh, buy wheels for thirty bucks. Oh, that's nice. I can produce them, mm -hmm. and they will be good, maybe. And okay, I'm in. And that's the problem for me. Is like I have a mixed feeling yeah. about that at the end. Yeah, and also the cost. I think that is something like now that you mention it, I. I heard people like not about your wheel, but other wheels in the past where they were like, Hey, urethane is like not that expensive. So 30 bucks for a set of bearings and a bit of urethane is so expensive and things. And like, I've seen you work on those little fuckers for, yeah, almost two years now and all yeah. the trial and error and searching and trying things and buying, uh, Uh, something to dry them and something to print them and files and like all of that time is something we need to we need to incorporate in when we price something so just because you can make a deck with very little preparation and just take the time that you need to need to make the the deck like that's the amount of time a deck takes like pressing it filing it down like rough sanding and fine sanding and with a wheel it's like much more you pour it do cleanup and then it's done you don't have to like but no but the problem is like the the uh the work before. exactly exactly <laughs> before oh, all the manufacturing it's, it's it's yeah way harder i would exactly. say but i don't want to compare yeah. it at the end because it's like Some products are so unique, mm -hmm. and there are so many different aspects yes. that kind of fluent into it. And the funny thing is, when we talk about money, I would say, and how you fix the price for 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 wheel or product, it's really hard. But because at at the beginning you are like, okay, the material is not that expensive, so I will be selling them cheaper. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it's like okay, that's the market. So how many I can produce at my own yeah. because I just one person and I want to take my time for that. And on the other hand, it's like with everything I was doing over the last two years, 
even with setting, it's like, okay, I'm now kind of at a point of break even. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you don't really know that, but oh, that's 30 bucks for a pair of wheels, but at the end, it's like, okay, I, I didn't make any money off it at this yeah, point. I mean, uh... <laughs> it's like, I just paid my, 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 my bills for, for all this material and all the machines yeah, I, at the end. <laughs> I, uh, Re and that's w without time yeah. of work <laughs> like recently i looked into uh resin printers again because i uh i do a lot of miniature work with for dungeons dragons so i was like yeah maybe maybe it's worth it but then i was like nah for like 400 bucks be before you even like start anything like i can do much cooler hobby things with 400 bucks and like all those purchases you'd you don't see them reflected anywhere in the in the product and that goes like that's the same for a lot of the like let's call them well produced fingerboard items like uh i think we both can tell if a board is pressed with a plastic mold or with a like beefy metal mold Absolutely. After all this year, you have you have the experience, yeah. so you see and that. Even with wheels and also other stuff you get in the Asi Berlin shop. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I have to yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and those those but, uh, all are like costs that you don't see uh, or that you don't really think about when you just buy the product. Same with uh, uh, with trucks. We uh, we talked about that uh, when I had Mike on a while ago, where he talked about that, like just producing a mold for trucks is really, 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 really expensive, and that you basically need to sell trucks for quite a while before you even break even. Yeah, and and it's yeah. hard as a, as a single person. It's like. Okay, I, I had this idea. I want to start that, but I don't have the money to do that. And on the other hand, it's like, okay, where can I mm -hmm. get it? And it is worth that I just get in debt yeah. <laughs> for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, can I do that? So for trucks, it's really hard yeah. to do that. Yeah, um, and uh, like you've mentioned that you're uh, doing it alone, but I think what you also need to mention is that you are studying. And you basically do the, yeah. this out of your bedroom, like so. A lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of other uh, tr uh, wheel manufacturers have like a workshop where they can set up all their uh, all their workstation and their different different stages of the process and have dedicated work areas and can spend like a day uh, just standing in a workshop and yeah that. Yeah, that's not really. <laughs> it's it's kind of a dream to do that and have your own workshop. Yeah, that's, uh, but that's on been the other hand, it's like it's, ages. It's, 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 it's... Yeah, we talked about that a lot. <laughs> just just having a workbench in my living room has been yeah. a dream fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, for, for me too. It's, it's uh, something I'm thinking about all the time at the moment. It's like okay, throw out some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And for Christmas, I for Christmas I got a nice uh, leather work apron, and I oh, nice. I'm more stoked about not getting my clothes dirty <laughs> than I think most other presents that I got for Christmas. 
Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. That's but, nice. But it's, that's the point. Like people sometimes think like on the fingerboard product at this state, it's like, okay, there's an Instagram page and there's product that looked well produced. And they already start thinking like, okay, that's a company buy that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and for me, it's like, no, I'm just one person. Yeah. <laughs> and I do it in my free time, kind of. And it's like, nah, I don't want to be stressed out. So I want to do it on my own pace. Yeah. <laughs> so it should work and, out. And that's how... Should That's how, uh, how like some companies have been doing it for forever. Like that's part of the reason why why getting a preet is no trivial thing. Because Peter yeah. does it in his free time, and if he gets around to it, he gets around to it. If not, he has a kid and a job. So yeah. But I think I, I think kind of I, I like this kind of producing stuff mm -hmm. for the scene. For me, it's like, okay, you feel like there's passion behind it. And it's like, okay, it, it's it's not money. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's an idea. I want to have my own kind of, even with the wheels, would be like, okay, I figured out how the, all this worked out. But at the end, I made, made a wheel for myself. Exactly. And it's cool that people like that wheel because that was, it wasn't the idea from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I have to say it too. It was like, People started like, okay, I like them. Can I try them? <laughs> and you and Stop was like, okay, I made you set. I made you set. And all the time I was like, Timo carrying up, like, oh, can you make me some sets for the shop? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, hey, we can do that. <laughs> Sometimes I, I, I feel like, okay, when there's too much work, it's like, ah, the work isn't good. It's like, I, I need the time for mm -hmm. that. And I want to take my time for that. And so I don't have, uh, like, regular stock dropping or stuff like that it's like okay kind of trying different materials working with colors and yeah when i'm ready with the stock or i want to do that it's like okay i have 10 sets yeah, figure out how it, how how you can get them maybe at the shop maybe at my my page try to contact me but Don't be disappointed when, when there's no opportunity to get a yeah. set at the moment. Sorry. <laughs> I have to excuse myself at this point because I don't want to make a big business out of it at the moment. But I'm, I mean, already you're... Uh, I, I've met quite a few people who uh, like where your wheels are their favorite wheel right now. And even... Uh, <laughs> yeah, even, that, yeah, even my... Uh, My friend uh, Ben from Good Vibes, uh, Good Vibes, uh, he's all the way in Texas, and yeah, he's also a fan of it. And I think you, you really made some something awesome there. And yeah, it's it's a good feeling. I appreciate that absolutely, and it's kind of lovely to hear yeah. that. <laughs> But on the other, I was like, yeah, it's just doing this. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yep, and. Uh, One thing I wanted to talk about is um, since we are like a bunch of locals who hang out at the shop together, like we're like when when it's not like uh, Corona time, we usually meet there like at least once a week, maybe mm -hmm. multiple times. However, we get around to the shop and we I think we obsess over fingerboarding on a bit of a different level than others because we 
we push each other all the time. We talk about fingerboarding all the time. And I think when it comes to judging how a product is made, that is something all of us locals from the shop are really good at because we've seen basically every deck manufacturer. We've seen a lot of wheel manufacturers. We've seen of course. pretty much every truck there is. We uh, have seen people doing things for themselves without even uh, selling them. And so we, and and we also like when we get a get a new deck, we're like, okay, this is like a ha- half a millimeter, or like this, yeah, a point something too wide, and ah, the nose is like we get we get a start to get yeah, picky. we get <laughs> really picky, and I think because of that, we all of us have a good understanding what we like, and you really took that that knowledge. And made something to specifications you basically already knew. You just had to get there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's that's the process. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 uh it's harder than it sounds. <laughs> that it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I tried to change that, and I have to say, it's like I, I made a wheel that that fit my my kind of style and how I want to ride a wheel. But at the end, it's like. There's so many different other products I still use because I like them for their purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, is it right? Yeah, 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 that's absolutely correct. And I'm also a big fan of using the right tool for the job. So depending uh, yeah. what surface I'm on, I might choose a different wheel. And even like some of your uh, older wheels, I think we're much more on the like this this current iteration is like the most all round wheel i would say some of the others mm-hmm. were like too sticky on wood and perfect on concrete and yeah so yeah i, I still always have a set of like flat face wheels with me like a, a deck with flat face wheels cuz on some grounds you really want that like very slippery feel of a flat face wheel and on some yep. surfaces, you want all the grip you have, and absolutely on your side. Yeah. Like you know me, and it's like <laughs> I changed my kind of setups over the last two, three years so many times. Yeah. And from starting like having one setup, I changed to like having four setups at the moment with different wheels, different width of the board and trucks and hardness of the trucks is like that's kind of one type of setup i i I like at the end but i I love to try out and i don't have a problem like riding different wheels that's why i have them out of my wheel that's why i have so so many setups as well because i i i know what i like i always have one main setup but yeah i like to have options and it's like you you don't like most people don't only have one t-shirt or one sh- set of shoes like most of the time like with t-shirts you only need a couple so you can wash them but with shoes like you only ever use one pair of shoes but still it's nice to have options and same is with fingerboarding once you have at the level where you you can afford that or 
have collected that over the years is it's you don't need to have four setups, but it's just nice to have options. It's nice, and sometimes it's like, yeah, the eyes are <laughs> faster than. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you're like, I need to have that. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's so nice. Oh, fuck yeah. it. And the, the, the other problem is like, you, you, uh, from, from my point, it's like, I know the people, they stand behind the brands. Yes. So it's like, oh, this is coming in. Oh, I like that. I like this work. Ah, fuck it. I will buy it. Yeah, like I. <laughs> Sometimes I, I just try it for maybe just two or three days and I kind of like it, but it's not perfect for my field. It's like, okay, but it's nice. So I set it there and maybe in some month yeah. I will set up it again and try it again. And my, my view changed kind of. <laughs> And I can yeah, try it again. Like, it's cool. A while ago, I bought one of the Gallo decks at uh, at Azi, just because I know that uh, Gallo has been really supportive of the shop. They have been really awesome. All of you seem to like this shape. And I was like, I just have to try it. It, it probably isn't my shape, since I don't really like that kind of old school shape that it is. But I was like, might as well give it a try. <laughs> Absolutely. And I loved exactly this shape. So the, the also shape you bought, it's like I, I had one setup uh, with this shape and all queers and 34 BRTs and I wrote it for half an wasn't, year. Wasn't that it was a... like a super wide board and it was like just trashing for my style, not exactly fitting, but it's just fun. Yeah. It was like, don't think too much about uh, technique, It's like, ah, oh, just have fun. Yeah. It's okay. It's the right setup for that. It's like, ah, <laughs> just sitting in. <laughs> But uh, let's uh, circle back to uh, to your uh, wheel journey again, because I know that uh, recently there's been like another change in uh, how you make a wheel and how it may look. Yeah, you made the yes, colored wheels? Colors. or Okay, that's that's a hard journey. <laughs> We talked about it a yeah. lot. So, yeah, it, it's kind of... It's, so it, I have to say one thing. It's like, I, I just love white wheels. <laughs> first point. And all the material I use is like urethane, resin, stuff. And at the end, this is most 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 of the time this is white so it fit perfectly but there's some people like you Jana uh, <laughs> who have to color code all of their I, I don't even know at how many setups I am I think I'm at 12 currently yeah yeah, yeah something around that and people want colored wheels so it's not what I exactly love but it's like okay people want that and sometimes uh I, I kind of like that too. At the moment, I like four colored wheels in one setup just for fun because this was some plants that laying around. Um, but the problem is like with material like polio sand, you have to pour. I colored the material at the moment with different uh, color pigments, but this kind of changed the, the hardness of the material. Basically the, the chemistry <laughs> of the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it's it's still okay because there's some people like 
Bene for sure sounds for yeah. you. You know him properly. <laughs> I, um, I certainly do. He, he, actually, <laughs> yeah. he actually started the podcast with me two years ago. For maybe yeah, those yeah. listeners who who might know. Him. And uh, another f another fun fact: he came up with the name for Heart Sphere, but we can figure. Yeah, that out. Uh, that's on on my list at, at the next point. <laughs> um, yeah, and and he's someone who, who likes a little bit harder reel. I don't like that too much because I'm more on the white material, but I have to say that. So it's kind of on any um, we said I had uh, uh, um, got uh, I sold uh, sold <laughs> over my Instagram. There was the color ones for sounds for like his signature model and his favorite color. I. Even tell the people who ordered, like, yeah, you have to know <laughs> if you had another white set and you like this, you have to. I have to remind you that the colored wheel is a little bit harder. Yeah. But for me, it's like, okay, I want to have a material, so that's the point where I just still buying different materials. <laughs> so material costs, <clears throat> I have to sell wheels to have the money for that on this point so don't blame me for <laughs> trying to get money out of <laughs> selling products uh, <laughs> i want to came to the point where i have like different colored materials that have the same hardness mm. and that's still the process i have to go and then i want to make some other shapes yeah. hopefully in the future yeah, uh, <laughs> i also know that there are people who really like a very large wheel and yeah yeah But I have to find I have to find more a more soft material mm. at the moment that I like. I have different soft materials, but I don't like them. Mm. And at the end, it's like sorry, <laughs> maybe you like yeah. that, but no, it's it's yeah, on it's, my hand. When I don't like that, you won't buy that. <laughs> like, if if you're the one making it, I I think you have to be the one who has has to like your own product. Like if if yeah. you if you're not behind your own product, who else will be like? <laughs> the most critic comes from myself. Yeah, the, so. the, the biggest critic is always you, <laughs> and if it if it's not you, then maybe others are correct. Maybe I should stop that process. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, I I think I think the wheels are awesome, and I think the they they do behave differently, but yeah, they. You basically just have to break them in a bit or a bit yeah. longer, depending on what ground you usually ride on. But it's mostly on UC yeah. wheels. You have to break them in, yeah. kind of. But because there's, there's another curve than a flat face uh, wheel with a hard material, it's like it's like the opposite direction for me. It's like when you get a new flat face wheel from the beginning, it's like super nice and flowy. And with the time, it got more kind of um, scratched in. Mm. <laughs> so when you have a hard material, that's some chunks kind of come out of the wheel and it's not that fluent anymore. It's like the different on Neurocene at the, at the beginning is like a little bit rough and at the end it's super soft. It's like, I like this kind of how this material um, change over the time. Yeah, how it ages. <laughs> how it ages, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, how did the name come about? 
<laughs> it's, it's super cool to explain a German yes. joke in English. Yes. <laughs> that don't I, will work in I, English. I, I can, But we have I, to explain it. I, kind I, I, of. Can, I, I will try to assist you if you... Uh, You hit yeah, a roadblock. Yeah. Okay, I, I try I try to st start there. It's like I, I don't have a name at the beginning because there was no product or no no business behind that, and I just was working with resin with liquid resin for this printer, and the word for resin in Germany it's hard, H R R H A. <laughs> R C or Z. It's like the set. set yeah, set, I, I, set, I never. I'm not quite sure. Like either the Americans say Z and the English people say Z, but uh, yeah, however you call it, where you live. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that, that's the German word for resin. And also, we at this point, Jana, yeah, please help yeah, yeah, I, I, I can German. <laughs> so, um. My my English is too bad to yeah, explain so, this. Um, <laughs> in uh, like Germany is is a country where we pay a lot of taxes, but we get a lot of shit out of it. So we get a lot of cool things and cool support. And one of the support structures is that uh, if you're if you don't have a job, you get you still get money to live. So. There are different levels, how much you get and how long you're off work. And usually it's the first half year after you've been working, let's say, for three, four years, you get a relatively good amount of money, uh, even though you're not working, but only if you got laid off. And then after a while, if you still don't manage to get a job, then you get only a small amount of money to just cover all your expenses but to to do that you have to like go to the uh, authority every once in a while check in show that you're actually trying to get a job do training things and all of all of that jazz and with uh, and the thing we have today is a policy that that get that got created like maybe 12 years ago, no, 16 years ago, so a while ago, but still yes. when we were young. And that was a huge controversy when it got created. And it got, uh, like, the uh, the mastermind beho uh, behind all of that was a guy called a politician and, uh, and like, a financial mogul. Yeah, no, yes, he's, he's yeah. like really big uh, big in like finance and like just yeah just he does a lot of things and earns a lot of money so he's an investor kind yeah. of person and he came up with the thing and because of that that guy who created the policy the policy got called hart after his name but spelled differently than the material And fear because of like uh, a ranking structure that they use for the various types of amounts of money that you get and all of that thing. So now, if you're since it's been around for that long, if you don't have a job and get that like minimum wage amount of money, you're like I'm getting hard fear, and that uh, yeah, that is basically where the play on words com comes in because it's hearts, it's resin 
and four yeah it's four wheels but it's mostly yeah the name of the program yeah it it it, it sounds really similar and it, it it all came up with a joke from Bene actually <laughs> from Soundsphere he was like coming in we're talking about wheels and all the process with the 3D printing and then that I'm using resin and he was just joking him I was like ah that's funny just let's call them hearts fear everybody was serious what why yeah because it's hearts it's it's resin it's hearts it's it's funny it sounds kind of similar and uh, why the four yeah it's four wheels it's like hearts fear it, it describes the product perfectly yeah, it's really like does. resin four it's like okay perfect i stick with that and yeah then <laughs> No, no, we're there. It's maybe not that easy for for not German yeah, people, I, I, but at the I, end, it sounds ne- interesting. I'm never quite sure how to uh, how to call them when I'm uh, talking English because I want to say Hartz-Fear wheels because that's what we call them. But yeah. Uh, yeah, for the sake of our English-speaking audience, I usually go with uh, Hartz for wheels. Yeah, but the, the 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 people always also have problem with Asi Berlin shop or Asi as a as a team, and it's quite common. So yeah, they always <laughs> say ASI. It's Asi. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. I stick with that. It was a joke, and at the end, it's like it's perfectly fine. And, and you also basically had the logo done for you, because yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I ripped off the logo of, yeah. of, <laughs> of the. I kind of ripped yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah, of the like authority that you go to to get that amount of money. Yeah, but a, but a good thing is like when I don't have a job because of them, I would get money from them. Yeah. So so, so you, either you get money through Hartzfear or through Hartzfear. <laughs> yeah, at the end it's the same. <laughs> One is a joke, the other is a reality. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of funny at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's uh, talk a bit more about you and uh, those things. So I would like to jump into my rapid fire quest uh, section, and I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure if you answered that that the last time, but we're doing it. But we're sure. doing it now anyway. Because. Maybe it yeah, changed. Because yeah, last time, for those who haven't listened to that episode, it wasn't really an interview. It was more of a we brought him in as like third figure in in that episode, and was more a general discussion. And yeah, uh, for now, uh, it's a good way to reintroduce him now that maybe more people have heard of that weird company with the weird spelling from Berlin and. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know a bit about the guy who's behind it? Okay, that's a good advertisement. <laughs> so, um, usually, my first question is, what's your favorite wheel? Uh, for you, I will say, uh, what's your favorite wheel besides the one, yourself or yours? Oh, okay, okay, that, that's a good question. Uh, either both ways, it would be okay, because they're not one wheel. It's like... Even- how you you know it for different surfaces you need different yes. wheels i love my wheels because i i made them <laughs> it would be stupid to don't like them at the end and i think um, they're really good all round like a good all purpose yeah. wheel it's it's a good all round wheel yeah. at the end 
But I also love uh, Winkler wheels, so like the original Winkler wheels or so the new Winkler wheels, because I love this material and also flat face, like the chain yeah. material, because it's more urethene and I like them too. Uh, just brief uh, uh, briefing from my side before we continue with the actual rapid fire question. There's actually been a progress on my long lost Winkler wheels from 15 years ago. They they have oh, they have yeah. resurfaced. My dad uh, had the box uh, in his hand like a week ago, put it aside for me and couldn't find it. But they, oh. I'm ninety five percent sure that he meant the correct box. And yeah, so maybe I will find uh, my very first set of Winkle wheels from two thousand three, maybe. Yeah, something around that time. I, I I'm I'm kind of hyped to see yeah, them again. Me too. <laughs> I have no idea how they look like today. <laughs> Maybe really shitty. Probably. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that that was go back in the days. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, back then they were the non the non plus ultra, as we say in German. Um, what's your favorite <laughs> deck and shape? Uh, Berlinwood, uh, low shape. Either 34, 32. It's, I don't mind it. it it's a, a classic. Um, yeah. Favorite trick on flat? Mm, Nolly flip. Favorite trick on an obstacle? <laughs> Either uh, switch flip backtail or Nolly flip crooks. Uh, favorite song right now? Or it's hard. Um, right now. I'm kind of listening more to German rap again. <laughs> uh, I would say like um, Audio 88. <laughs> I have no idea what it um, is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halleluja, Audio 88 und uh, dem Typ, den ich immer falsch ausspreche, deshalb lasse ich es einfach. <laughs> All in German, the whole sentence. <laughs> he basically said that one guy and another guy. So, um, uh, do you prefer outdoor or indoor fingerboarding? Mm, hard to say. Um, I would say indoor at the end. Uh, what do you do for a living or what do you want to do for a living? <laughs> I'm a student at the moment. Um, what I want to do for a living is nothing. <laughs> Just joking. Um, yeah, it would be cool to, to do my own stuff at the end of the day that I can live out of that, hopefully, kind of. But I don't want the pressure, mm. so I'm studying uh, still. <laughs> <laughs> you need to plan B at yeah, the end. You do. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite obstacle? Uh, just a curb, just some concrete, uh, just just a uh, um, granite curb. Yes, or the one from Big Boiler at the at the moment, the the green marble curb. I really I haven't cool. tried that one yet, but it's super 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 crazy, super cool thing. Uh, what's your Instagram name? <laughs> um, I I would say at the moment she's has four point. BLM, like the site for my wheels, so that's 
that's the only side you should know at the moment. The other side is like on private, on on the pause at the moment. Uh, concrete, wood, or granite? Um, as a surface, <laughs> concrete <laughs> <laughs> for the obstacle, like granite. Uh, yeah, wood is out of it. I don't like wood anymore. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, yeah, the next one I don't really need to ask, but for completion's sake. <laughs> Switch or regular? Oh, I, oh okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> we, we will get to the other question soon. I know which one. I, I, I thought it would, it would be another yeah, question. I, I so think this, I know this, which this one. It's kind of simple. <laughs> I have to think about that. Um, Nolly at the end. Yeah, but... Yeah, Nolly. Yeah. You, you're, you're more of a switch person than a regular person. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But not the switch yeah. like okay, it's it's kind of similar, but uh, it's it's my regular at yeah. the end. Uh, do you have hobbies outside of fingerboarding? Yeah, many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot of. Um, let's let's start with the regular stuff like kind of reading, video games, um, biking. If you call it as a hobby, at the you, end, you do uh, like you do ride your bike much more than like I would say the average Joe. Not at the moment because uh, now it's cold and uh, yeah, I had a time problem at the end and yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not consequent at the moment, but yeah, more than the average guy maybe. Um, and uh, I just want to start after this. Uh, <laughs> dart uh, world championship at the moment. I want to start darts again because I love to play darts, oh, but cool. I didn't do that for the last two, three years, so I will start that again. So there are many hobbies, many time cool. eating hobbies. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have way too many. Um, yeah. What's your favorite fingerboard video? Mm. Oh, Ed, oh man. Oh, mm. That's hard. Uh, <laughs> I had this question on the podcast of, of Ollie and Tom. They just asked me this question and I had two videos to different points of how the how the video translate fingerboarding to the not fingerboarding community is like on the visual effects and how all is produced is like the one Elias Asmod video of this French guy, I just forgot his the name. The one with the shoes and things? Yeah, with the shoes, he did all the Opus, one... uh, Opus videos. Uh, Alex Milor. Alex Milor. That, that one looks He's a crazy amazing. Like, a film. Yeah, I loved it from. from yeah. yeah. Everything. Like, how it's filmed, how the, the sounds are into it. Like, everything. The aesthetic is so beautiful. Yeah. Just Even for people who don't have the contact to fingerboarding like before. pure aesthetic like it's beautiful uh the other one is like oh i forgot all time all time there's this one video uh i will send you a link mm -hmm. after that and maybe you can put that in the description uh that's one video i think it's from a crew from i would say south america but maybe i'm wrong this it's just a crew of i would say like five friends and they just made a video that support it. It, it gave this, 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 it's hard to explain. It's like the special feeling of how it feels to be in a community like this mm -hmm. and how you have fun with fingerboarding. 
and it's really hard tricks. Not not pretty good filmed, but the feeling of the video is so intense. I have the problem that I have problem with names and all <laughs> video mm. stuff like that because normally I just found it video after some months again it's like oh yeah cool and all that mm. <laughs> but i don't have a list for that that's a problem i have to search for it and you can put it in the description yeah, because that's one of the videos i would say all people who are connected to fingerboarding and love that and have a passion for that should watch exactly this video because that transported exactly that feeling yeah, for me. and i i usually think think of and, myself very up to date on the fingerboard scene and, and all the media and i don't really know which one you're talking about so oh yeah i, I found it huh. I, I, I i think i found it yeah yeah uh it's the channel is paulo matos hopefully i spelled that right it uh launched it it, it it get launched released <laughs> seven years ago get, get ah, released okay. seven years ago my time uh and the video is true as a true the yeah. word big letters the real thing about video and I love this video. Since I saw it the first time, it's like every time I see this video, it's like I don't know this guys. <laughs> For me, the non-names actually on the scene. Maybe they are. Who knows? But at the end, it's like you see the video and you feel like okay they have so much passion for that and they have so much fun doing that stuff. It's kind of weird. It's not explicitly uh, explicit good filmed or good produced in my opinion nowadays, but it's. It's fucking cool. I, I, I really need to watch to it, it after we're done. Yeah. Um, we can watch it together yeah, after absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, if you could get one Black River Park, which one would you get? You know the answer. <laughs> yeah, the one everyone likes. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the one. <laughs> yeah, just just because of the way. Yeah, I, I mean, I love I love the I have to say it, I love the G G eight. Because it's 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 just a good arranged park, overall. Uh, on the other hand, I, I also loved G seven before with the big handrail mm -hmm. you also had on your park. Yeah. Um, this was also a good park, but not for for run, from my opinion. Like the G eight is perfect. It's like okay, you can get around it. You can ride it switch or regular. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different spots, in my opinion. You can uh, mod that park. Yeah, I think how you see it at the Steig, the Steig modded this park so crazy. Yeah, but I, I, I think, <laughs> I think that park, like for me, that park is really poor. Like I hate the wobble. I hate that on on the uh, for a right-handed rider, the regular stair set, like close to the quarter pipe. That one yep. has like a like 15 centimeters of run-up yeah it's a little it's, it's, it's yeah, like if, if, if um, that yeah. had like 10 more or 15 centimeters more that would be perfect and then on the other side of the park there's just like a bunch of stairs going down and that's it like there's no end to the park and i but 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 but, but also i think it's like kind of a nostalgic thing with yeah. this park it's like the time where the park get released, and there was so many yeah, and, events in Germany around yeah, that I time. Yeah, I wasn't around. And you, you had that park at every fucking event. That, that's the, at the that's beginning. The I would, would say yeah, I, I, that's the, the, that's the yeah. same with the G three. Every event mm. had that. Mm. And, and maybe 
That's the reason why I like this park so much because it eroded so much. Yeah, and I wasn't around Maybe. for that time where, where it was like so hugely popular. So mm. I just looked at it and was like, not enough space here, not enough space here, stupid wobbles I don't like, and a, a small set of stairs that you ride towards yourself and have a really awkward angle with your arm. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but but the, the point is like I, I love the planter and I love yeah. the rail and that's enough yes, for me. That's true. I, I really <laughs> like uh, like the uh, the gap uh, the the kicker rail yep. uh, gap combo. I really like uh, the the backside curb over the the other gap. I kind of like the the start thing. If it had a bit more run up, it would be perfect. But yeah, the start handrail or the start granite block manual pad outlet thing. And I also really like uh, the uh, the half pyramid to uh, quarter pipe London gap. Mm -hmm. So there there are a lot of things I like and that's maybe why I'm so harsh on it. Because I'm like, ah, it could be the perfect park if it just had like a <laughs> bit more space and yeah but by the way at the end there is no perfect that, that's true you, you have your, your your corners and your spaces where also i think like ah, i should have ah, changed that up and maybe there there was a better better solution yeah, I, I think that that would be the part i would buy and then just mod the shit out of it <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely there's a good base yeah. to make a perfect and, park and when you don't have the knowledge and would to just it complete yeah, and yourself. would just sell the wobbles on eBay to someone who likes them. <laughs> to a collector. <Yeah. laughs> just rip Fair them out. <laughs> um, now I think we're getting to the media questions. Heel flip or kick flip? <laughs> I hate kick flips. Uh, I can't do them. <laughs> I'm so stupid on this trick. I don't understand it. I, I completely understand the trick. How to do and, it? And it's not like you. But after 15 years, it's still like I, 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 I don't get it completely. Yes. So there's, there's, there's sometimes it's like oh yeah, I completely understand it. I can do that to everything. And the other day it's like completely forgot about how it works. Yeah, I, I remember one particular evening where you had to take a shot for each time you did land a regular kickflip. Yeah, was a shot. Didn't end well, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's your favorite fingerboarder to watch? Could be, it could be live, could be on videos. Oh, I hate this question. I have to say that I don't want to give a answer to be honest because there's too okay, many then, people out then, there. There's no not then, one then person. At the end, is, let's rephrase yeah. that question. Uh, do you have a favorite writer who's uh, quite active in the scene right now? Because like they're, they're always like the the OGs, like uh, like uh, Elias. Uh, uh, Fabian Schreiter, uh, Boris Dicci, like they're always the uh, Winkler. They're always the the ones who've who've been around for ages. But is there someone who's maybe even newer in the scene who you really enjoy? The the, the point is like he will hate me that I say that again, but I I mean it really really honest. It's like 
one of the person I like the most to see fingerboarding because the style is so kind of unique for me because it's so perfect and so clean. And yeah, it's, I have to say it, it's, it's been it. Absolutely. When I see his kickflips and shove it combinations, it's like, I, I didn't see them like that before because it's so fucking perfect when you do this. It's like, it's, that's that's how a shove it should work. Or kickflip. The, the, the it's like, thing oh. with his style is it looks so effortless. Like, yeah, and, absolutely. And we, we have this joke, like, every time, uh, like, I'm really good at 360 pop shove it. He's really good at, at every 180 shove it variation. So regular shove, switch shove, nollie shove, fakey shove, all of that thing. So every time he does a shove it in a game of skate, and I don't understand how it's done, like a nollie shove up a curb into a 5-0, and it looks so effortless. He's like, yeah, just, just whoop it, <laughs> like just, just flick it, and uh, uh, it's just an average shock on all. Yeah, in, in in German we uh, we say, flip. I, I, einfach fluppen, just flip it, and it's <laughs> just flip it, <laughs> and it's like just a whoop, and and it turns around 180 degrees for him, and I don't understand how that works. <laughs> And it's so crazy. It's like on, on, on his tricks, like kickflip combinations and shove it combinations. Like I, I didn't, I didn't see something that's comparable to yeah. that at the end. It's like, sorry, even if he's my friend and I could say, yeah, it's also kind of personal thing because he's a good friend of yeah. mine, but shove it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like only on the style and how he did that. And, and like, he's, Totally crazy. And, I love and he's to see that. So particular about a trick. If if he doesn't land it a hundred percent perfect, then he's like, no, it doesn't count. No. And, and so cool. I, so, I I'm I, still uh, trying to learn from from that mindset. I I've gotten a lot lot better over the years. <laughs> still room to grow. <laughs> um. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, what was your first event? <laughs> and when? I mean, we have to take it short because it's another connection point between you and me. Yeah. You and me. <laughs> because I started when you when I just left. quit at that moment. Yeah, it was the last year. So, it was the second uh, to last event for me before my break yeah. so so my f first real event i can call it like that is like uh the stabilo demo um was a little contest i think demo yeah it was event, more uh, yeah, get together for a company yeah yeah for um, this event was like uh, in 2007 yeah. this was my first event i was going yeah, and, yeah, and, and, meet some people and similar with Bene, uh, like with him, I was like, ah, yeah, we should have met back then, but, but we didn't. And with you, it was like, yeah, I don't think we ever met back then. And then someone dug up, dug up photos where we said we are, are on the same photo, and it's like, oh, yeah, we must have met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, the German scene is quite small at yeah. the end so everybody knows everybody yeah. at the end when he's going to events um 
What was your favorite memory that you connect with fingerboarding or your favorite event? There's so many, <laughs> so many cool events and memories about this event. I would say I, I would say actually it was like last year the Fast Fingers event. It was a good one. And not big Yeah, I love this one because everyone was there. <laughs> everyone was there after years. Like And it's not only because of the fast singers event itself. It was for me, for me personally, more like how how it get out at the Steig with all yes. the people, and it was so fam uh, familiar. It was so nice, and like honest. See, seeing people, it, it feels so honest. What was like? Yeah, we, we still stick together. Like It's kind of seeing, a family. Seeing people and, like Tobias Fehler and Fabian Schreiter and like. Uh, I, I don't know, like, there were so many people you hadn't seen in years, and, uh, yeah, like, D Dimitri, and Elias, and all the other guys that still are around and still go to events all the time, but you don't, like, I don't, uh, Oberle, and people from all over the world, and, yeah. Yeah, it was sick and crazy. But on the other hand, well, the it people. felt like small and personal yeah. at the end. And not that, that it was like a huge event yeah. at the end. And on, on the other hand, it's like, yeah, this year uh, where we was going to have road to the event for Pascal's uh, yeah. event. Yeah, it, it, it was so nice. It's, I can't explain it. The feeling is what like how, how events was back in the days, like in a small hall. <laughs> was not that many people and everything was like yeah we are freaks yeah I, <laughs> but I, like I was that. so bummed that I couldn't more... go yeah, yeah. yeah you will be yeah. there um, yes. but, but next time absolutely it, hopefully it will be the yeah. same um, what's your favorite food Ramen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to yeah, yeah, I hear that, but I, I stick and, with that. Ramen and, is and sick. In the last episode with uh, Good Vibes, he, he was like, oh, I need to go to shop one day and we're having out. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And my favorite food is ramen. I was like, I know just the place. Uh, I, I hear that one. Yeah. He gave me the access to it and I heard it the yeah. last day. It was like, oh, I'm so unused. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so... I see you coming to Germany. I want to meet all of the people from Germany. Yeah, same. I have a good wife for that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, loose, tight, or medium trucks? And everyone says uh, medium, um, but I think it says it means different things for everyone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have not, not not one way to go. It's it's definitely not not hard at the moment. I would say it's more medium, but I had times where were really loosey, yeah. but I would say medium at the moment. Because yeah. I always think of my trucks as medium, but I think I'm on the on a very hard side of the scale. Yeah, uh, Ben is also thinking about he is right on yeah. medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've seen him snap 
I think more than one uh, uh, kingpin. Just saying. <laughs> I would say sticks and stone would break my balls over. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was your last personal NBD? So the last trick you landed that you were really stoked about. <laughs> kickflip. <laughs> no, just, it was actually a kickflip. It was a kickflip hurricane. I tried that on, on, the red, on, on one the day and it felt good. No, no, regular, not switch. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the, the, the hard way, not the easy way. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really hard for me to do it clean mm. and nice and I, I love that trick I do it all the time okay flip hurricane yeah it's a cool trick I like that but I can't do that normally I had to work through it really I hard. couldn't do that once and that felt good <laughs> I, I can do that switch yeah, I know it <laughs> felt more easy <laughs> to be honest um, so I think this yeah. is the question you were thinking about earlier What's your most hated trick in the game of skate? <laughs> and why is it kickflip? No, no, it's it's not kickflip. Actually, I have to change it up. It's like okay, no, that, that's not not that uh, good to say that because everybody will know my strategy when I had a strategy. Um, I have to start with kickflips. When I do them, that's okay. When I have to do them, it's hard for yeah. me. But the most most hated trick to do after uh, when when I have to do it as a how you call it the second uh, Verteidigung yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I would say it's fakey tree yeah I hate that one on when when I, when 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 I have to do it on pressure I hate fakey tree same I I don't hate it actually yeah. but when I have to do a fakey tree on pressure it's like I can't do this trick yeah. anymore. It's like absolutely the same. Like <laughs> when like... when I'm at my park and like just messing around doing like a fakey tray uh, switch fiver or something like that. I really like doing that. But when I'm in a game skate and have to do a fakey tray, I'm like sweating and like ah shit, I hate it. <laughs> it's like just, just, just like a cramp in your yeah. hand, kind of. It's like nah, feel, don't feel natural and pressure. I mean. Uh, there are much more nicer feeling tricks like 360 pop shavits, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't do them. I can't do them switch. It's okay. <laughs> it's fair at the end. Um, I, I think you answered the plastic or urethane uh, uh, question already, so we'll just skip that. Um, what's your favorite beverage? I waited for this question. <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, you will also know this answer it's like yeah Paulana Spitzi I, I actually have a, an empty bottle right in front of me <laughs> yeah because it's the best beverage on the market yeah. <laughs> I, I just uh, stopped drinking so much of it because it's like it's a, it's a non-alcoholic drink and uh, but it has so much sugar in it and absolutely uh, and, and I don't buy that stuff at home. Yeah, and, <laughs> I don't have yeah, that. At home. I, it's I like just to, when I go out and I go to the to the shop and there's a speedy nearby. It's like okay, I can get a speedy. Yeah, and I, but I can't buy that stuff for at home because it will be empty. I, I made the mistake uh, having uh, cases of that at home, and 
it wasn't wasn't great. Heaven and hell yes. nearby. <laughs> um, do you have sponsors? Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah one, 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 one I know of. Uh, I'm writing for Berlinwood since no biggie. many years now. Yeah, uh, and that's it, I think. And yeah, uh, yeah. do you have uh, writers that write for you? Not, not officially. Like to oh, say okay. it, it's it's hard. They they're writing for me because they're family, they're friends, kind of. I mean. Also, you got a pair of wheels I gave you. Yeah, but... but yeah, you like my friend, yeah. so get it. So it's hard to say it at the end. So when I will made up a team at the moment, so the persons there actually kind of officially on the team is like uh, Bene, uh, Soundsphere on Instagram, um, Nolly, uh, P.Ilo on Instagram, and... And Gene Sengels at the moment when there would be a team, yeah. but that's not that's not the end. It's, I don't want yeah. to let people down. <laughs> It's like get get out get out of it. <laughs> um, 32 or 34 millimeter? Both. <laughs> yeah, same. But, yeah, both. Really. Yeah. Um. Do you have a dream sponsor? Uh, no, I, I have my dream sponsor. To yeah, I think it's like my dream sponsor was Bollywood because Timo is a person I know for really long, and I love Bollywood since I know Bollywood, and I all I'm already on my dream sponsor. Point. <laughs> um, What's uh, the Instagram account Instagram account that you like following the most? Where you're mm. excited to see new, new posts or like doesn't have to be fingerboard related. Doesn't have to be fingerboard related. I'm not that be. often on Instagram at the moment. That's a problem. And on my Heart's Fear account, I don't follow that much people because I want to have... Uh, not that much social media stuff at no, the that's, moment. That's... Um, the most, the most. Uh, what is actually my feed? I have to look at. <laughs> to have a feeling about that, you see how much uh, time I spent at social media at the we, moment. We could just say Soundsphere. <laughs> yes, Soundsphere is cool. Follow Soundsphere. <laughs> <laughs> More traffic on his channel. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's save Soundsphere. <laughs> And uh, what's your what's Sorry. your favorite overall company? Yeah, Berlin. Of yeah, course. yeah. I think uh, Berlin and Azi are up. They are like the goat, the goats. Yeah, in my area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that already brings us to the end and yeah it, it, do do you have uh something something to add or something to shout out or something you would like uh to, to be honest my brain is empty yeah. now so i will get some points maybe in a few minutes but yeah, that's no, no worries. So. <laughs> okay so yeah thank thank you for doing it this 
the last few inter interviews I did were all with uh, people from the States and yeah, it's uh, cool to finally have uh, uh, one of my friends on as again and yeah, thank you for agreeing. That. Yeah, yeah it's, it's thanks for your help. <laughs> That's always the problem with my English. It's yeah, like I understand no, really much of it. No but worries. It's easier with you, is it? The, the vibe is there and yeah. you can help me. And at the end, we come to a result that everybody hopefully understand how I work and what's and I, main idea and I mean, behind that, it. That's a beautiful thing uh, in fingerboarding. You have people from all over the world. You Like I... Uh, at Pateo, I uh, had a session for a while with a guy. I don't know his name. We didn't speak the, sh the same language, but we both got stoked when we landed a trick down the handrail we were shredding. Yeah. yeah. You don't need words to communicate and figure yeah. out. Uh, so, like, even in a game of skate, you just show the rotation with your hand and be like, this one. <laughs> And I, to, to be honest, on a, on an event, it's like when when you're fingerboarding on an event, and there's some tricks to you, you try so hard, and then you land it, and it's like, yeah, I I, I just did it for my yeah. own because, or, but but then it's like, but just take a look if somebody yeah. see that, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you see that, and it's like, mm -hmm, that was cool. Yeah, the, the, the yeah, landing shocked face, looking left, looking right, looking up. Like anyone, anyone? Oh, yeah, man, we've all yeah. done that. We want attention. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Here. So yeah, thank you for doing this. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And yeah, I'm. Uh, I will be doing the 30th episode soon, so yeah. Woohoo! This was your 29th yeah, this episode? was the 29th. I'm 29 years old. Oh, nice. Crazy. <laughs> Just a fun fact. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, thank you for listening, and you will catch me in the next episode. Bye! Bye, see ya.